0: And I believe this is, the, this is the last doubt I want to touch on. And the doubt is, is, am I building something that the Lord wants for me? Is God with me and is God for me? You don't think I question my path? I constantly question, like, is this what i meant to do? Help people with their health and fitness goals? It seemed like it wasn't as worthy. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast, and today we've got part two of the delts that new entrepreneurs face when starting their own business, and this can be any type of business. Now, I work with coaches specifically, health and fitness professionals, nutritionists, anyone from the world of well-being and improvement and mindset. We really work with anybody that coaches people up in those departments, primarily health and fitness folks and nutritionists, but this information will apply to anybody. So if you know somebody who's starting a business, maybe it's you, maybe it's somebody that you just heard mentioned to you, hey, I'm starting a business. Get this podcast in their hands and share it with them because I am gonna be ripping through five more doubts that show up, that are very real, that can really hold you back and rob you of the calling that your life has been destined for. And many people get stuck and they don't in fact fulfill their potential because it is a painful process and that's what you've not been sold when you got started starting your own business. You probably got sold on the externals. Be your own boss, work your own hours, Don't let uh, someone dictate how much you can work and how little you can work and what you get paid and what you can earn and where you work. That's all great stuff, but it comes with a painful process to get there. And we get sold on the dream and we get stuck in the nightmare of fulfilling the dream. And I hope this podcast is encouraging to you. So we're gonna dig right in to the five doubts, five more doubts, that all new entrepreneurs struggle with. And if you haven't listened to the previous episode, go back and listen to it. We talked about how no one likes you and no one will pay for this and I'm not ripped enough and I still yell at my kids and I'm gonna burn out. So if there's something missed here, maybe I covered it in part one. So go back and listen to part one and come back and let's dig in to our five more delts. All right, here we go. I don't know what I'm doing. Man, how often have you said this to yourself when you're starting your own online business? And heck, when I first started, I didn't know how to do anything. I didn't know how to build a website. I didn't know how to make a product. I didn't know how to grow a following. I had no technical skills whatsoever. Even to this day, 16 years later, I don't even know how to change a period to a comma on my website. I don't even know the username and password to log into my websites and There's always going to be a time where you just question your skill sets and maybe you weren't smart like I was back in high school. And my mom always said, go find Andrea Rinaldi. Andrea was the smartest kid in school and he was Italian. So my mom liked me hanging out with him. He said, go sit beside Andrea Rinaldi. Go study with Andrea Rinaldi. And I would sit beside Andrea and try and absorb some of his brain power. And I just couldn't figure out why does this not click for me? And I've always carried this story that I'm dumb. Even when I got to university, I had roommates that went on to be surgeons and lawyers. And we'd go to the same classes, we get access to the same books, and I'd call my mom and say, mom, I nailed it, I got a seven, no, sorry, I would say, I, I got an 80, I got an 85. Eh, 63, 67. And my remembrance of university was constant disappointment. I just like, I bust my butt and I I could hardly get good grades. Yet these guys I lived with were getting 97s and 98s. So I have this story from my past of struggling through high school, struggling through university, having speech tutors. I could never even say words. Like back in my early days, I couldn't say chocolate. I said chocolate. I couldn't say chocolate. I couldn't say hospital. It'd be hospital. I couldn't pronounce words. I remember being uh, in, in speech therapy when I was younger. And I've always had this story that I'm just dumb. I'm just not a smart guy. So whenever something shows up in my business, I trigger that trauma that, see, Vince, you're not supposed to have your own business. You're not a smart guy. You're, you're really dumb. You're a dumb person, Vince. And I have this story that I have to battle. And of course, it's a lie. Of course it's a lie. I've built a very successful business. I've led many people. I've done things beyond my wildest imagination. But when you're building a business, stories from your past will show up. And one of them might be that you're dumb and that you don't know what you're doing. And the truth of the matter is, is you don't. And that's okay. These are new skill sets. Learning how to connect with people on social media. That can be learned. Learning how to create content. That can be learned. Learning how to sell that can be learned. I sold at the gym for years and years before I became good. Uh, Communicating, being charismatic—these are all things that can be learned, right? Even basic technical things can be learned. And I think the biggest thing you have to embrace. And I remember hearing uh, Tom Billu speak on this, uh, the former owner of Quest Bars, and he, he shared like. I can't remember how he said it, but he spoke to us at the Empire Mastermind uh, some years ago, and he said something to the effect of, if you believe that something is learnable, then you can achieve anything you want. And the problem is when we start to believe that there's certain things that just are not learnable. I don't know how to become a better leader. I can't become a better communicator. And you have to ask yourself, does that story support the future you want? And if not, then you have to expose it as a lie, and we have to start uh, attaching new emotions to that belief. And it might be, hey, I learn a little slower, but when I get access to the right information, I can dominate. And we look back on facts that disprove this. The facts are is that you have learned things in your life that you never thought possible. Last night, I learned how to hang a mirror in my home in Franklin, Tennessee, and I'm watching my brother-in-law hang it like in three minutes, and he's doing the measurements, and he's doing it quick, and I'm just, I'm like thinking to myself, I couldn't do this by myself. I'm like, yeah, I could. I just have to put a little more attention into it. I just have to put a little more effort in, but I can learn how to hang a mirror. I don't need to call on my brother-in-laws to hang the mirrors in my house. I can figure this out. It just requires a little more attention and patience and just saying, Vince, this is not that hard and breaking those beliefs. So if you think that, man, I'm just not good at doing this stuff. I don't have these skills. That's okay. And I will actually encourage you as your entrepreneurial journey goes on. The better you become at technical things, the less money you make. I'll say that again. The better you become at technical things, the less money you make. And as you start to learn the skills of sales and marketing and creating content and telling your story and connecting with people, that's what's going to produce the call bookings. That's what's going to get you the clients. That's what's going to produce the revenue, which puts you in a position when you're making 10 to 15K a month, 15, 20K a month to make your first hire, to start doing some of the technical stuff that is burdensome that you probably don't prefer to do, but it's just a part of the process right now. So understand that there's a lot of things that you won't know what to do. And guess what? This will continue to show up as your business grows. There will be new things you need to learn how to do at 10K per month that are different at 50K per month and 100K per month and 500K per month. The skill sets are different. And if you embrace this life as an opportunity to never stop learning, and when the more you learn, the more you earn, and the more you know, the more you grow, and you see this as an opportunity to improve, and the end outcome doesn't matter, right? This is just a, a short period of days that we live on earth. This is all preparation for the next life and that this life is just preparation. If we can embrace this, if we can embrace this, then we can just be generous on ourselves and be gracious on ourselves when something's just not clicking. It's not a sign that you need to quit. It's not an indication that you chose the wrong path. All right. If there's passion around it, you will learn how to do it. And that's the key. All right. If there's a passion to to build this, then you will put in the time it takes to get through it and you'll get to a stage where you get to delegate it. And this is the beauty of entrepreneurship. It is an incredible personal development opportunity. All right. The next doubt that shows up is this will never pay the bills. How many of y'all feeling this right now? Man, this, this entrepreneur thing, I thought it was supposed to like Be financial freedom and financial security. And it's everything but that. I know you're your own boss. And being your own boss means now you have to control the marketing and the sales and the delivery. And guess what? It is on your shoulders. I remember uh, when my um, boss uh, heard me tell him uh, that I wanted to own my own gym. Uh, he said, you know, Murray, I want to be just like you. You know, I want to, I want to get started and I want to learn how to run a gym and I want to open up my own gym. And and he looked at me just knew and knowing that I didn't know what I was saying, and he said, Why? And I said, Because having your own gym would be amazing. He's like, and you've, you know, you you got all this this nice house and you've got this team. He's like, Vince, this is one of the most unstable things that you'll ever experience. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, Well, I have to buy the advertising every single month. You're doing, you know these uh, mail outs and uh, I have to spend all this money every month and there's no guarantee that it's going to come back. And I have to do this every single month and I have to hire trainers. And I don't know if they're going to quit next month and go to the next gym that's going to pay them a bit more. And it's a painful up and down process. And this really is entrepreneurship. I remember my dad hearing me one uh, one Christmas, and I was just frustrated. And he's like, "You know what's going on, Vincent? Like, is this business even worth it? Like, why do you have to have this, this? You're always stressed out. Like, why this online business? You talk about all this money you make, but you're you're always distracted. And what's the point of this business if you're you're all stressed out and you're you can't even be present with the family at Christmas time here? Like, what's going on, Vince? What's <laughs> anybody that knows my dad right? And uh, he said, "No, Vince. Like, now he you know wanted to give me some good advice, and he did. He said, Vince." You need to settle upon your heart that what you chose is not easy. Entrepreneurship is up and down. If you're looking for stability, get a job, keep your job, be a great employee, get a work up the ladder, get your benefits, keep it predictable. Entrepreneurship is not predictable, right? So you just have to understand that you signed up for something that's not predictable. It is an emotional roller coaster, but you have to think of the upside and why you signed up for this in the first place. You left a situation that has got you capped time you put in is the money you get out, right? You really can't go up. The only way to make more money is to put in more hours. And if you put in more hours, then you're only more unhappy. And that's what you've already concluded. So you can go back to that. At least you'll have your stable paycheck or you can stay the course and you can stay on this emotional roller coaster. And I encourage you not to get off because you will develop the skill sets. You will get momentum. You will start to see that I can do this. You will start to get used to the highs and lows. You're just not used to it. It's just You're just not used to the highs and lows, right? And you've just got this expectation in your mind that it's supposed to be smooth sailing, it's linear, it's exponential growth, it's just smooth upward progress. That's not what this is. You can go through valleys and seasons of despair and darkness and and, uh, disappointment before you get a breakthrough, which is why it's so crucial to be in the right community and around people. So it is tempting uh, to quit because this will never pay the bills. And this is why you've got to become financially literate you have to learn how to put money aside. You know, we teach our students with their paid in fulls to make sure you don't cash in on your paid in fulls in one month to put that in, put a, the monthly into a separate account and then you drip it in so that you don't think like, hey, I made 50 grand this month, but it all came from paid in fulls. And then you make all these hires and investments and the next month you can't fund them because you weren't financially literate and you didn't set up systems to make sure that you only took what that the equivalent of the monthly would have been on the paid in full. So again, there are things you're going to learn to learn how to stabilize your business. You're going to learn systems like profit first and how to pay yourself first and then how to set aside money for your taxes and set aside money for your shareholders and, and have a certain amount of operating expenses. You will develop systems that will help you have stability. I promise you that entrepreneurship does not need to be chaos. All right, It might feel chaotic right now. It might feel very unstable, but... You're just in the growth pay phase and the growth phase is painful and it will be able to pay the bills. And one of the things I encourage people to think of is like, stop trying to think about paying the bills. Stop trying to, trying to just get by and cover your own comfort and needs. Start thinking about bigger goals and maybe that will help you uh, just think bigger, act faster, act larger because Maybe if you started thinking about how can I serve the community, how can I support more people outside of my own family and my own community and my church and my friends and my family, then you're going to set bigger goals and then what you do will have more purpose. Okay, the next one, let's keep moving on, is my friends are judging me. Man oh man, I remember back in high school when I told my friends that I was selling cutco knives to pay my way um, through university, and they laughed at me. They thought it was hilarious that I was selling knives I was working construction during the day I had various jobs I was working as a bricklayer I was working um, as a as a um, oh what the heck would you call them uh, I was working um uh, Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, one of the, not an actual carpenter, but I was helping build houses. What the heck do you call these guys? I forget what my title was, but I would work. I would help build houses, frame. I was a framer. Yeah. I'd help frame houses. And uh, I do that during the, the, during the day I did brick lane. Um, then I'd work at night um, in between that construction. Oh, I even worked assembly line as well and i had some pretty grueling jobs during the day uh but they weren't sufficient to pay my way through university so i got a second job after i trained uh, these were my running days and i would go sell cutco knives and i would go to my friends houses and do presentations with an open like presentation book in front of them and they were like you know i could tell them like they thought it was weird like what's vince doing with this kit of knives at my mom's uh dinner table trying to sell her a 1000 dollar block of knives and, and believe it or not, this is how I paid my way through university, through the commissions I made from Cutco Knives, as well as my construction jobs during the day. And I was able to graduate um, debt-free. But it required me to overcome criticism from my friends who thought it was silly. Uh, they thought it was just, you know, like weird. Like, what are you doing? And I pursued some other ventures before I started my own online coaching business. And some of them were in the realms of multi-level marketing. I got involved with a company called USANA and Amway. And I remember um, having these boxes of supplements sent to my house. And uh, my my family just thought I was weird. And I was trying to educate them on this, on this pyramid and how they could make money too. And that they should come to this presentation with me. And they were going to meet my upline and they could, and they could have the life of their dreams too. And people just stared like, what is Vince doing? Like, is he trying to get rich quick or, and, and, and this is a common thing, right? When you're doing something different than everybody else, people are going to wonder, have you lost your mind? Like, this is not normal going to your friend's house and presenting, uh, how to sell, how to buy a block of knives and coming to, to hotels and sitting in rooms with people you don't know and learning about how to enroll your family into making more money. This is weird stuff. And just be reassured. You are the weird one. They are not the weird ones. And this took me a while to figure out that they have a right to think you're weird because what you're doing is not normal. It is not the norm to try and earn more and to be more and to do more and to leverage your time and to build a team like this is not normal. Most people have been conditioned to work nine to five their whole life and not question it and to get a pension and just to retire and to be grateful for that and to look forward to their retirement and taking all the trips down the road and just to put your time in and to be content and like, hey, this isn't that bad. This is life. Be a good provider like this. These are messages that are communicated. So when you have your friends judging you, um, just realize it's typically a reflection of some inner battles they're facing. Maybe they want to do what you're doing, but they're scared. And they're like, man, I want to start my own business too. But, you know, if Vince starts to grow and he starts to prove that it's possible to build your own business, then that's going to disprove my truth that it's not possible and that I'm not meant to do this. And that's going to be uncomfortable for them. So just realize it's okay if they judge you. Extend them grace. Be the better person. Know that they don't have a right to believe in you because there's nothing to see yet. I remember my dad always saying, are you going to be a personal trainer when you're 35? I'm like, it's a good point. I might be because I... I hadn't proved to him otherwise, right? Like your family has a right to doubt you and to be concerned with you. Your friends have a right to be concerned with the path you're going down and just realize it's their way of loving you. And if you can embrace that, wow, they actually care so much about me that they would raise some concern. Maybe it's coming from self-limiting beliefs. Just say, hey, I appreciate where that's coming from. Validate their concerns. Hey, I appreciate that. It is weird that I uh, create content on social media. It is weird that you know when I'm out for dinner, I'm filming my dinner. It is weird uh, that I uh, create these short reels. It is weird that I interview people I don't know. It is weird that I go to these events. I don't know anybody and I pay this extraordinary amount of money to learn how to make money online. I know no, it's weird. It's weird. Just embrace your weird. They're not weird. You're weird. And when you embrace that, you'll be able to manage the judgment. All right. You'll be able to manage it. If you just kind of flip the shoes and put yourself in their situation and watching outside in, then you might be able to appreciate where they're coming from and don't take it personal. Just don't take it personal. Just realize that you're on your own unique journey. This is what you've been called to do. This is your path. And just be generous with them as you want them to be generous with you. All right, next, this is a big one. I'm all alone. How many of y'all thought, man, I'm just alone on this journey? And guess what? You are. For the most part, you are. Entrepreneurship is lonely. It is dark. It is scary. It is risky. There's no guarantee And there are many days where you are going to have more doubts than confidence that this is going to work out. You'll have more negative thoughts than positive thoughts. And, and, and there is a belief that you are alone. Nobody cares. And you might be in a circle where nobody cares, but guess what? There are people that are on this journey that you can get around. And this is why you need to join a coaching program, a mastermind. You need to come to our live events. Our next one is April 28th, to 30th in Houston, Texas with Pedro's Cooley and myself and some amazing guest speakers. I'll put a link in the show notes. You need to get your butt to these events and get surrounded by people on the same journey so that you're encouraged, right? And you can hear their stories. You can hear about the pains and struggles. You can hear about the victories. You can hear about the celebrations and the wins. And you can see that you're not alone. There are other people that want to go on this journey with you. And they want to be your accountability partner. They want to collaborate together. They want to share ideas. They want to encourage. They want to, they want to uh, get together in your town and go out for dinner and break bread together and, and uh, share what's working. There are so many people out there that want to see you win And I am a product of being around great people who want to see me win, which is why I run events. It's why I bring people together. Events are not cheap to run. It's why I continue to do them because I know it's these environments where friendships are formed. All right. This is where iron sharpens iron. People leave these events feeling encouraged. They have more belief than when they arrived and they leave with a a fire in their heart, you know, a, a light in their eyes that encourage them you are on the right path keep going my friend keep going you've got this you're moving in the right direction and the day you believe you're all alone is when you go dark and when you suffer in silence, you go on an isolation island, and you don't tell people out of shame and out of guilt, out of uh, you know frustration, out of pride, out of ego. And I just want to encourage you, don't let your ego and your pride get the best of you. Don't let shame that I should be further along get the best of you. I've heard so many people say, oh, I don't want to come to the next event because I haven't progressed much since the last event. That's the exact reason you need to get to the event. Because at the event, you're going to get the fuel and the fire to keep going, You're going to get new plays. You're going to get uh, new connections. You're going to get new ideas to rekindle the fire. The fire isn't going to kindle on its own. You got to get around other people, right? They're going to be the gasoline. As long as you bring the why, you got to get exposed to some gasoline. And if you know your why, that is enough for the gasoline to light that spark to ignite you into an unstoppable fire. So you can be alone if you choose to be alone. Being alone is a choice. Being alone is a choice. Nobody cares about me. That is a belief that you choose to believe. I am giving you the opportunity right now to disprove that. Come to Houston, Texas. Meet the seven-figure mastermind members. Meet our speakers. Meet me. Sit down. Ask the tough questions. Get encouraged. Take notes. Take action. Implement what you learn. Stay connected with members after the event. Build up your own network of brothers and sisters. This is what our members look forward to, seeing each other. Hey, I can't wait to see you at the next one. Can't wait to see you at the next one. Now there's accountability. I can't let my own colleagues, my comrades down. And this is such an encouraging opportunity for you to stay the course. Finally, I had four here and I and I kind of just left this last one open and I wasn't too sure what I was gonna share as the last doubt. And um, it's funny because um, I found it this morning in my Bible study. And this morning I was reading uh, Psalms 127. And if you just don't mind, I'm gonna uh, share just a few scripture verses and, and share with you where this last doubt can come from. Psalms 127, unless the Lord builds the house, Its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Sons are a heritage from the Lord, children a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they connect Sorry, when they contend with the enemies in the gate. Now, where I want to draw your attention are these first three scriptures. Um, <clears throat> Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. And and what this verse um, spoke to me around was, where in my life am I working in vain? And I believe this is the this is the last doubt I want to touch on. And the doubt is is um is um. Is am I building something that the Lord wants for me? Is God with me and is God for me? How many Christian entrepreneurs listening to this right now, or or maybe any faith of that matter, and you're just wondering, is this God's path for me? Or is there something else? How many of you have asked this question? This is the biggest doubt. You know, growing up in a Christian home, seeing my father as a pastor for 19 years and ministering to men and women and having Bible studies and discipleship groups and seeing him save souls for the kingdom of heaven. like And then me, you know, teaching guys how to do the leg extension and the back extension and and how to lose some body fat. I'm like, you don't think I question my path? I constantly question, like, is this what I meant to do? Help people with their health and fitness goals? It seemed like it wasn't As worthy. And I know this is a doubt for a lot of people. Maybe you grew up in a Christian home and maybe you feel like the highest platform is, is like Christian ministry or, you know, being a pastor. And and for me, one of the doubts was always just asking myself, have I set this agenda or is this God's agenda? Whose agenda is this? And if God hasn't called you to this, then you are building this in vain. And that's scary And to to toil, I looked up this word. What does it mean to toil? It means to nullify the work that you're doing. So it means the work that you're doing is being nullified. And this can create anxiousness. And oftentimes we can start saying stuff like, hey, I'm doing this for the Lord. I'm doing this for the Lord. But is the Lord with you? Is the Lord with you? And this is a doubt that I always have. I say, this is for the Lord. This is my kingdom. This is my platform. This is where, this is my ministry. And I I sometimes get doubts like, is this where the Lord has called me? This is what I'm saying it's for, but is the Lord in fact with me? And I believe that if you're having these doubts, what do we do? First of all, it's okay to experience these. And I think this is what makes our relationship with Jesus and our Lord so much more powerful. And what I do how I apply this is I just bring this to Jesus. And I just say, Jesus, is this, is this where I'm to be? Are you with me? Are you for me? And I just continue to encourage, you know, this conversation. And I say, are these efforts in vain? Am I building something for Vince's name, for Vince's kingdom? Or am I building something for your kingdom? And I ask the Lord to keep me in check. And sometimes I ask him once a day. Sometimes I ask him every hour. Sometimes I'm asking him a hundred times a day. And I think if if you keep your eyes set on Jesus and you keep your eyes set on him and just ask him to guide me, are you with me? Is this is this come, Is this the right move? And continue to pursue him he will guide you and he will guide you and it might not be a a, a a auditory voice but things will show up and i've been encouraged you know my in my journey by i i have gained verification that i am on the right path because of the transformations that i've seen i've had so many people tell me that my life has been changed because of your work And when I hear that over and over and I run events and I hear from my students and they private message me and text me and send voice notes to me and they tell me, hey, why I'm with you and hey, you've really encouraged me and you've, this is where I know I'm winning. And this is how I know that I'm succeeding and that I put my head down on my pillow at night knowing that I am, uh, I am doing a good work. And I hope that one day that I will be, I will be told good job, good and faithful servant. And this is my (laughs) I'm getting so emotional these days. This is where my heart's at. And I think only you know where your heart's at. And I just encourage you to check your heart each day and ask the Lord to examine your heart. And if you're having doubts, just ask the Lord to examine your heart and encourage your heart and to guide your path and to lean not on your own understanding, but to look to Him. And He will make your path straight. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with me these days. But uh, my friends, thank you so much for listening today. I hope these were an encouragement to you. And um, if you got value from this podcast, uh, share it on your social media or share it with one friend who needs some encouragement, who's down, who's in a dark place, who just needs uh, somebody even just to say, hey, I was thinking about you. You know, just, just, hey man, I was thinking about you today. And just, uh, just to give a good word of encouragement, who can you be a fan for today? And maybe this podcast could help them out. And if it could, fire it over to them, hook them up, say, hey, Vinny dropped a good word here today and I'd appreciate that just to know that we're helping more people. I just want to thank you guys, guys and gals. Uh, we, we, My brother just notified me again that we're hitting, uh, we hit a record month in downloads in in, uh, in um, February and that's really, really cool. Uh, so I appreciate that more people are listening to this and uh, I hope I can continue to be an encouragement. Let me know what I can talk about next. I love getting topics from you guys and um, be sure to get your butt to Houston, Texas. If you really want to, get a fire lit under your soul in your soul, then uh, check out the, the, the link below seven figure mastermind.ca forward slash Houston. And it's going to be an incredible three days of learning and encouraging and getting connected and uh, getting all the tools and tactics and uh, ideas and connections you need to build the business of your dreams, achieve financial security, financial stability uh, t- to have fulfillment in your work and t- to live a life of freedom and freedom, not To just go do fun stuff, but freedom to focus on what you choose to focus on. And that's what freedom is for me. I love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.